You are listening to another DX Talk. Delivering vital knowledge that empowers leaders to drive transformational change in their businesses. Brought to you by Quantum, facilitators of future-focused operating models that balance people, processes, and technology towards a new way of working. Welcome to DX Talks Episode 9. My name is Russell Berg. I'm the General Manager of Product and Emerging Technology for, for Quanton. I am particularly excited about today's episode because we'll be talking about intelligent automation, uh, which is a subject I've been working on for the better part of this year. At the start of 2020, Gartner came out and stated that the number one technology trend that would affect businesses is hyper-automation. And they defined hyper-automation as the application of advanced technologies, including artificial intelligence and machine learning, to increasingly automate processes and augment humans. Ever since robotic process automation became widely understood, people have been talking about the potential to combine automation capability with other smart technologies like AI and machine learning. And the conversation for the last five years has been based around intelligent and cognitive automation. But I also think in the last five years, technologies have evolved and the ability to use technologies in combination has evolved. I do see intelligent automation and hyper-automation as the same thing. But I think what Gartner was trying to do was reflect the evolution. And I certainly agree that the evolution has taken place. I'm going to use the term intelligent automation and you'll often hear me say IA for short. 12 months ago now, I was up in the States looking at what US organizations are doing in the space and I was blown away by the maturity that I saw in some IA capabilities. And I want to stress the word capability and not solution. We are aware of a limited number of public intelligent automation case studies in Australia and stronger case studies from America and the wider Asia Pacific region. Many local New Zealand organizations are looking at and even implementing smart technologies. But we believe these deployments and the context of intelligent automation are contained and low scale. And in this case, New Zealand is lagging in the adoption and successful application of intelligent automation capabilities. The new frontier of opportunities is immense. Quanton is here to lead that conversation and enable New Zealand businesses to leverage the benefit that IA offers. The key message I want you to take away at this point is that I'm not talking about the future. I'm talking about something that is happening now and something that will affect the future of business. So we started with three simple goals. First was to create a definition of intelligent automation that we could consistently speak to. The second was to articulate how intelligent automation works and more importantly to do so in simple terms. And number three is to demonstrate what is practically possible now. We have achieved these goals and we're going to start sharing that knowledge with you. The definition of intelligent automation the ability for technology to engage with people, systems, and things 
to interpret information, structure data, and form probabilistic outcomes for information-intensive processes in autonomous work execution. I want to highlight the key components of this definition. And the first piece is engaging with people. Historically, when we think in terms of automation, it's been about how we get systems to interact. When you think of examples like digital assistants, it's easy to see how IA will drive a greater level of direct engagement and interaction from people. This is also going to influence something I think will be a growing trend and that is that we're going to see a greater level of augmentation between humans and technology across our operating models. The second point I want to pull on is the ability to interpret information and structure data. Historically, automation has been dumb for lack of a better word. Most mature forms of automation by themselves are limited to business processes with structured data inputs with clearly defined business rules and conditions. To extend the benefit of automation further across the enterprise and deeper through a business, automation has to be able to interpret necessarily unstructured information and create structured data. That creation will come from the ability to identify and extract entities or create new data based on the interpretation of information. Form probabilistic outcomes. I think that element speaks for itself and it's quite clearly the use of machine learning and predictive analytics. The last piece is autonomous work execution. You can't have an automation model without the ability to autonomously execute processes and tasks. One point I will make quickly is that we use the term automation very generically and we certainly don't limit autonomous capability to RPA. So our first goal was to define intelligent automation, which we've done. This is also an important step because in effect this definition formed the scope of what technologies we would include in intelligent automation and how would we how we would define IA would work. I do want to digress for a second though. I mentioned the use of machine learning and predictive analytics. The question we have to ask is, are we really replicating human decision-making? And in fact, the term that is often reused, sorry, the term that is often used in relation to the application of machine learning with business process automation is that we are replicating human decision-making and process automation. The metaphor makes the application of machine learning understandable and relatable, but for me, I don't think it's fundamentally correct. When humans make decisions, we are reaching an outcome through the subjective assessment of, of information or data based on our own personal experiences, which could include um, our training, it could include our values, it could include business, our interpretation of business rules and policies that we're attempting to apply. In process automation, machine learning determines the probability or likelihood of a target outcome occurring based on the data inputs provided and relative to the scope of a historical data set. It's the application of a machine learning model to achieve a numerical output, which is not subjective decision-making. 
I'm not against the metaphor replicating human decision making, but I do think the distinction is important to understand when we get into more detailed conversations around the use of ML and business process automation. Before we talk about how AI technologies come together and how IA works, I want to preposition that when we talk about IA, we're talking about IA as a capability and not a solution. If we take an example use case, which could be reading inbound customer service inquiries and routing them to people or teams and necessarily autonomously replying to some of them, the scenario is possible now. It's absolutely intelligent automation, but we would call that a solution. The opposite of a solution is when a business makes a strategic decision to create a capability which is not directly linked to one use case. In contrast, a capability can be applied to other areas of the business and to other relevant use cases. There's nothing wrong with creating a solution, but the benefit will necessarily be limited to the scope of that solution. When you create a capability, you create the possibility to extend the potential benefits further across an organization and deeper through an operating model. It's also worth talking about why intelligent automation is important. Many traditional approaches to automation are reliant on structured, structured data and digital inputs. General estimates suggest that 20% of data in an organization is structured, limiting the application of automation only to those processes or aspects of those processes that, that can access usable data. But what about the processes that are executed using the 80% of data in an organization that is semi-structured, quasi-structured or unstructured? What about the business decisions that are made and applied using the 80% of data in a business that is not 100% structured? The simple answer is that IA will extend the potential breadth and depth of automation further across and into a business operating model. It's time to answer our second objective, which is to define how intelligent automation works. And our answer to that question is the Quanton Intelligent Automation Model, which is a multi-layered capability model that incorporates people, processes, technology, and operational governance. At a very high level, the model contains six layers. The top layer, foundation pillars, being data, storage, capability, and processing power. The second layer, operational governance. The third layer, data enablement. The fourth layer, service delivery, which is the heart and core capabilities of a business and generally directly linked to a business's ability to generate revenue. The fifth layer, cognitive perception, and the sixth layer, internal and external engagement channels. We're not going to delve in great detail into this model in this podcast. We do have a white paper available, which explicitly breaks this model down and talks about what the parts are, how the parts interrelate, and how they work together to create IA capability. And there will be a link that white paper in the show notes. One thing that's worth talking about at this point is what IA capability will do for your business. What will it deliver for your business? What benefit will it create? What value will it add? 
Generally, when we think in terms of automation, we think in terms of cost control, we think in terms of compliance, we think in terms of uh, efficiency, necessarily cost reductions. Those benefits are all absolutely true for intelligent automation. However, the, the potential benefits go so much further beyond what I now think of as a very limited scope for benefit. The first key area that I would talk about is customer experience. When you think back to the IA model, which I've just finished talking about, one of the key components I talked about was internal and external engagement channels. Using IA capability, we create a new realm for internal and external customers to engage with your business, necessarily creating the ability to offer services on demand, to offer services at times of day that may not have been available before, to offer services in places where customers want to be, not where your business is forced to deliver them based on cost constraints or, or efficiency metrics. More importantly, we gain the ability to offer personalized experiences at scale and to deliver those experiences consistently against brand rules, against operating policies, against business rules. The, the opportunity to automate the customer experience is immense. And I want to point out here, I'm not suggesting taking humans out of the customer experience. If I refer back to an article which we published at the start of this year, which was our top five trends for automation, and I'm going to drop a link to that article into the show notes. One of the trends we talked about is that we're going to see a greater level of augmentation between humans and technology, and that applies to service delivery and customer services as well. The role that I see automation playing is making it more effective for humans, customers, being internal or external, to execute tasks or complete tasks when they want to, where they want to, and how they want to. The role that I continue to see humans playing in service delivery is when the relationship counts. It's serving customers when they want to be understood. It's serving customers when their needs have to be carefully evaluated and taken into consideration and balance. So I don't see humans being removed from service delivery. I just see a far greater level of augmentation. The last point that I would add on customer service improvements or customer satisfaction improvements is that the numbers we consistently see in case studies is that intelligent automation can deliver 20 to 30% improvements to customer satisfaction. Now those case studies, they are global case studies. They are from outside of New Zealand. Whether that level of benefit directly translates is yet to be seen, but I think the key message is the benefit is possible. And we're now starting to talk to customers in New Zealand about how IA will be applied to their business models and how they can use it to create a strategic advantage in customer satisfaction. The second key benefit that I want to talk about, and the one that probably excites me the most, and I think potentially offers a greater level of benefit to a business, is the ability to drive revenue growth. 
using Quanton's intelligent automation model, businesses have the potential to achieve three strategic imperative that create the foundation for revenue growth. The first is to extend operational capacity. The second is to expand service accessibility. And the third is to increase service availability. What do I mean by those? Extending operational capacity. Generally speaking, your ability to deliver services is constrained by your current level of resources, which is normally linked to a human workforce. You might have 10, 10 people, 20 people, 50 people, 100 people, but the amount of output you can deliver is generally constrained to the size of your workforce. When you use intelligent automation, you decouple headcount from revenue growth. You create the ability to execute service delivery in a manner that is highly scalable. Therefore, you have the potential to increase your operating capacity in a very cost efficient and cost effective way. You are increasing your, the ability to deliver potential output, to deliver services to customers, to deliver revenue generating activities. The second one, expand service accessibility. In order to generate revenue, your services have to be available to customers. And to your business model, there's a variety of ways that could happen now, depending on your business model. If you're a retail store, in part, your services will be delivered through a bricks and mortar environment. Customers have to, if I, if I exclude the opportunity for any e-commerce for a second, customers physically have to come to your store to access your services. Maybe you're a services business and your primary accessibility or your primary manner of how customers access you is for a call center. Customers have to go to that call center. Um, and even if it's a call center only one of your channels, generally speaking, businesses have a set number of channels, two or three channels. And the reason businesses have a fewer number of channels is because it's inefficient to exponentially expand into every given channel. You, businesses make decisions on what channels they're in based on where the combination of where the demand is and the combination of where it is cost effective to, to, to deliver a service. One of the key things and key messages I would make about intelligent automation based on our model is, it, is that the capability is agnostic to the channel that it is deployed into. And I think that's one of the key messages about capability. When you create a capability, we're not creating a capability that is um, intrinsically linked uh, to a given channel. We're creating a capability that is mutually exclusive of any possible channel. And the only decision then that businesses have to do is decide what channels they're going to integrate that capability to. So all of a sudden, you gain the ability to place your services, to make your service, services accessible in more channels, whether that is a phone IVR into a call center, whether that's on a social media site through Facebook Messenger, 
whether that's through text message, through SMS, whether that's through a chatbot of some description. Services can now be made more accessible in a greater number of channels, meaning you are making your services available where your customer wants to be, where your customer finds it most convenient. Lastly, increasing service availability. Most businesses operate a given number of hours a day, whether that's nine to five, whether it's eight to eight. But generally speaking, services are only available during those operating hours. What happens if someone wants to access services at 10 o'clock at night? Because that's what's convenient for them. That's when the kids have gone to bed, when they've finished their jobs and they want to get something done. What happens if people want to access services at 3 a.m. in the morning? Because they've finished night shift and that's what works for them. Using intelligent automation, you remove the constraints of human operating hours. In effect, you make your services available, or you could make your services available, on demand, 24 hours a day, seven days a week. So if I bring those three together again, extending operational capacity, the volume of output you can, which is the volume of output you can create, expanding service accessibility, placing your services in more channels so that you can be accessed by your customers where they want to access you, not where it's most cost effective for you to be. And increasing service availability, being available on demand 24 hours a day. If I bring those three together, Quanton's intelligent automation gives you the potential to increase processing capacity, be where your customers are, and be accessible 24 hours a day, seven days a week on demand. And when you achieve that, you have created the foundation for potential revenue growth. So there's five key things, five key messages that I want to leave you with today. Quanton Intelligent Automation is based on multiple technologies and interrelated dependency. We didn't hugely get into that point, but I would go back to the model that we presented. I want to encourage you to download the white paper. It talks about that a huge amount more. Quanton intelligent automation will never be static. Your business needs are going to continue to evolve. Technology capability is going to continue to evolve. Our model has been designed as a modular model to support the continual evolution of capability relative to both, sorry, relative to both business needs and current technology capabilities. Expect to see greater augmentation of services in your operating models. Remember that true capability is mutually exclusive of any channel. It is agnostic to the channel that it is deployed through. It is agnostic whether that is internal, whether the audiences are internal or external, and the capability is agnostic to the area of the business that it would be applied. Whether that's customer services, whether it's finance, whether it's payroll or HR or any other part of the business. And lastly, and most importantly, there is a new frontier of benefit. You will still achieve all of the traditional benefits that you're looking for from automation, cost efficiency, cost reduction, compliance, consistency. 
but the new frontier of benefit exists in customer service and potential revenue growth. We've talked about an absolutely huge topic today, and by no way, shape or form, have I got into any of the detail that I would normally like to go into. So this podcast is directly supported by an article. I'm gonna drop a link to that article into the show notes. We have written a, a paper articulating our holistic thinking on intelligent automation and going into a greater depth of detail about how our, our IA model works, what's included in it, and how the technologies work together. I'm gonna to drop a link to that white paper into the show notes. I'd really encourage you to get hold of it and have a read. Lastly, if you're listening to this on audio, there is also a video. I'm going to drop a link to that video into the show notes uh, for you to reference. There are some visuals that accompany the, uh, the messages I've delivered today. So again, ladies and gentlemen, my name is Russell. I'm the General Manager of Product and Emerging Technology for Quanton. Thank you for your time, and we'll see you next time. You were listening to another DX Talk, brought to you by Quantum, the future-focused pioneers for a new way of working. To drive change in your operating model through automation, or to subscribe for more episodes, visit quantum.co.nz.